again, and he's hit and sacked for the second time. This time it's Chris Orr, the senior from DeSoto, Texas. Preach, farmer's plow, wishes go up and the world goes around. And now... Are you going to sing it for us, Chris Orr? <laughs> Not for free, man. Not for free, man. <laughs> That's the laugh of former Badger Chris Orr. Uh, this is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, Matt Hamilton. You know what to do. And that's crush a Coors Light. You can crush a Coors Light at North and South Seafood and Smokehouse, one of the uh, great uh, sponsors of our Badger segment. Chris, thanks for uh, hopping on. Hopefully we'll talk to you throughout the season about Badger and Packer football. But we are only a few days away from Badger football at Camp Randall. So you're going to be part of our our pregame coverage as well. Do I have that correct? Uh, I think so. I think so. Okay, maybe I just broke that news to you. But uh, <laughs> he's like me. He just needs the reminders. You know how to deal with athletes. So they need reminders constantly. Uh, I am excited to uh, hear Chris on our airwaves talking Badgers at some level this uh, football season. Hopefully on the show as well. But Chris, where are, I want to go back to your player days as a player. Uh-huh. You're a couple days away from the start of the season. It's against opponent in Buffalo, which, look, the Badgers have played worst opponents start of the season, but Buffalo, yeah. not a premier. It's not Ohio State. But are you chomping at the bit right now to, like, if you're if you're a player on this team, ready to get out there and just hit something? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because as a player, you know, for so long, you've just been going against each other. You've just been going against your teammates. You've already gotten past that hump of, all right, I just want to hit anybody. I don't care if it's my teammates. You've gotten past all the fights and squirms and practice. Now you truly are a team and you're ready to just take it out on somebody else. And honestly, like, they're probably looking at this game as a statement game. Like, if, if I'm in that locker room, at least that's what I'm thinking. We got a new head coach. Uh, we didn't perform well as players last year. Our whole coaching staff is gone from last year. It's a new era now. Like, we need to put our stamp on what this new era of Wisconsin football is going to look like. And they can do it by coming out and – Ooh, handling business, they can do it by just stomping them out. To be honest, and that's that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for. It should be a blowout. I hope it's a blowout. I hope it's a shutout, man. I'm looking for a shutout. My 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 defensive player mindset still wants to see the dominant defensive days of uh, Wisconsin football for sure. Well, it's nice. Potentially, it seems like we might have a nice complementary kind of football team, a balanced football team where you have the offensive might of the air raid and Phil Longo, and we're still going to maintain a elite level defense, which is my hope. Um, For sure. I'm I'm kind of curious as what what is that mentality? Jim saying chomp at the bit. Is there like nerves? Because there's going to be guys who have never played on Camp Randall before. There's going to be right. there's going to be players that have never even played in a college game before that are going out there. Like, what are those people that who are coming into Camp Randall for the first time? What are they thinking? Because I'm curious, what did you think when you started and you had to go out on a Camp Randall for the first time? Like, put us in our in their heads. Oh man, that's a good question. Wow, I don't, I don't think I've ever been asked that. <laughs> there you go, Matt <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, no, what I say is just like it's it's the same. You know, football is the same everywhere. You definitely get a different feeling. You know, at different spots, and Camp Randall being one of those spots for sure. But at the end of the day, when you get out there, all you want to do is make your stamp on that Motion W. You want to make your stamp on the Wisconsin football program. You want to make your stamp on college football for the 2023 season. So it doesn't matter where you play at. 
you're going to have a little bit of butterflies. Like, you should be really anxious to get out there. I know me personally, like, before every game, man, I I, I have to be jittery. I, I want to be jittery. I want to feel like I'm I'm going to fall apart from all the excitement I'm trying to contain. I want to feel like my body's going to just <laughs> completely de- disintegrate. But, like, no, every, everybody's a little different. But those guys that are playing for the first time, for sure, they're gonna, probably going to take it in. You should take it in. Um that's that's like that's like the easiest way to ease your nerves and to calm yourself down. Either you go out there pregame or once you actually run out the tunnel, you take it in, and then it's all from there, man. You you don't even hear the fans, man. It's just like muffled noise. It's either loud, it's either loud brown noise or white noise, or low white noise. <laughs> Talking with former Badger Chris Orr here on Rutledge and Hamilton, Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton, with you live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Chris, Badger's new defense. Uh, describe. Uh, how much we'll see? I forget if it's like a two-two-five. How much we'll see nickel? What do you think the overall impact of this defense will have? Are we overblowing it? Are we underplaying it? Or what do you think this defense will affect? Right. How great the Badgers' defense has been really since Dave Aranda arrived on campus. Right. Yeah. I, honestly, I think it might be a little underplayed. To be honest, uh, there's so there's so many different things you can do defensively. I think that depending on the personnel grouping, so. 12 personnel, which is just one running back and two tight ends, or 21, it's, it's the same thing, to be honest, if you flip the numbers. Anyway, any of those personnel groupings and, and, or higher, I'm guessing that we'll see the 3-4, the traditional stuff that we've been running here. You're going to see the 4-2-5, which is just the nickel defense that we've ran here before, which I'm sure they still have. And you're going to see Coach Tressel's trademark 3-3-5 defense. Um, I think it's something that took over for them at Cincinnati. It's a good way of defending our own offense now you know some of these air raid and high profile offenses is a good way of defending defending it people think that it's uh it's just dangerous through the air because you got more athletes on the field but honestly it gives a lot of offensive lines and quarterbacks a hard time uh, identifying where they want to take their combination blocks to the second level up to the backers because you can't really predict who's in the box count you you can't really tell because there's so much speed out there there's dbs out there and linebacker spots and you're like what is what is he doing there we're not going to count him the running back is going to have to run him over that's that's literally how majority offenses determine where they're going to take a run is we're going to go block the big people and we're going to make the little people tackle our big running back is is the thought over and over again but i think it's going to be an explosive defense i think it's a I think we've completely changed our mindset into a feast or famine team where what I mean by that is if we're clicking on offense, we should easily be able to be able to put up 40 points. If we're clicking on defense, we should get at least two turnovers in the game. So I think this defense is going to be predicated on forcing turnovers as well as coming up and tackling in the secondary because we had that much speed on the field. You don't have as many defensive linemen and pass rushes out there. So they're going to have to be able to come up and tackle in space when – some of these quarterbacks get out, or even if they just hit these little check downs. Yeah, I I'm pretty excited uh, for this look on the defense. But let's be real, all these recruits, the the shining star from last season, quarterback room with multiple four star better recruits in it. I'm curious about the offense. What? Are you most excited about the offense? Is it this? This is it the scheme? Is it these wide receivers? Is it the fact Braylon Allen is not necessarily going to be the only weapon, so they might have to, you know, treat that treat the running back and the the pass option a little bit more fairly. Uh, what what's right. it for you? Yeah, it's it's 
man, I'm I'm excited to see Tanner Mordecai in the Big Ten. That's that's number one. I'm excited to see him take that jump and man, he's he's almost in the in this situation where he controls his own future even from UW and beyond, you know, if he if he plays well and certainly winning a Big Ten championship or something like that in your first year will help. But I'm excited about Mordecai, and and I'm excited to see who else steps up as some big-time playmakers. You know, we already know that Braylon's going to do his thing. Like, it's almost understood that he should get at least 1,000, maybe 1,200 yards uh, rushing. And uh, I want to see I want to see us have 2,000-yard rushers again. I want to see that come – I want to see that come back. And I think it could actually happen as long as we – you know, Mordecai runs it a little bit. We, we ex- explode through the air with Tim and some of those other receivers – then those running backs can run for daylight. I, I want to see if we can marry our traditional mindset with the new age look. Chris, uh, before we let you go, talking with Chris Orr, former Badger, he also played in the NFL. Jonathan Taylor, clearly getting done yeah. dirty by the Colts, but we can talk. I'll <laughs> let you talk about that part for a second. But also, the rumor out there, Adam Schefter, I shouldn't say rumor. Multiple people have reported that the Packers were the mystery team in on mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor. I maintain that that obviously is a bigger indication of what the Packers think of AJ Dillon, because Aaron mm. Jones is 28. He's at the you know kind of at the end of his contract. The Packers would have probably right. traded him, put Taylor in there, who's 24. But to me, it says the Packers view AJ Dillon as a complimentary piece, not a feature piece. Uh, what do you think about that? And Taylor, you can give your thoughts on that too. Yeah, I think. Ooh, I, I, actually, I think that's a pretty fair assessment to say on uh, AJ Dillon. But I'm, I'm more so think it's more so just. They respect how much of a talent JT is. They, you can't really replace an all-pro all pro running back. People think that running back, yeah, you can replace them in the draft. Yeah, that's cool. You can replace a complimentary piece, you know, j- just like you're alluding to with A.J. Dillon. You can do that, but you can't replace one of the best backs in the league. You can't replace a top five, top three running back in the NFL. You can't do that. And JT is also a part of a dying breed of running back. He's a true bell cow, you know, and – he can. He has the talent to carry the ball thirty times a game for multiple games in a row, and carry your team as well as just being a, a extra utility piece, an extra athletic piece out there for your offense. But also, I think this is just an attempt to try to help Jordan Love a little bit. You no, know, I don't. I don't want anybody to get too mad at me, but I don't think Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon are the backs that you can just say, "Hey, carry this young quarterback to the promised land." But I think you can definitely do that with JT if Jordan Love's not having a good night or maybe his season isn't going as, as you planned. A running back like JT can, can carry the load offensively for sure. Well, Chris, uh, we'll look forward to talking to you throughout the year. Obviously, Matt's out a ton, so hopefully he'll be able to fill in whenever, <laughs> <laughs> whenever, Matt, whenever Matt's out as well. Man, just shade getting thrown. Well, especially now, Chris, you'll have to bump back your time. Matt and I are now 4-6 to six, uh, starting September 11th, so hopefully he'll be able to join Ooh. us 4-6 to six, uh, instead Drive of that 2-4 to four window. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Sounds good. Appreciate y'all. All right. Thanks, Chris. Next time we're going to have you sing. That's Chris Orr, uh, former Badger. We'll hear from here regularly on Rutledge and Hamilton as we move to a new time slot, 4-6, to six, starting on September 11th. Uh, this segment is also brought to you by our good friends at Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. You're only minutes away from a better buying experience at Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. Chris Orr is a great lead-in today for Minute to Win It. 
Uh, what number should we use? What callers? What what number did Chris have? It was a fifty-four. Chris is fifty-four in college. So caller number four and five. We'll go in order. Perfect. You know, as we give them. But in honor of Chris or caller number four and five, you will win a minimum of twenty-five dollar gift card North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. And if you pick the person who wins minute to win it between Matt Hamilton, you'll receive a fifty dollar. Gift card between you know Matt and I competing, you get a fifty dollar gift card. So eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Caller number four and caller number five, you're both entered for minute to win it. Caller number four, caller number five, you're both going to be winners, and one of you will win fifty dollars North and South Stephen Smokehouse. Caller number four, caller number five, eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt.